0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. It is our early week uh, episode. We're getting back into the groove of things of doing things a uh, a little more regularly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it also comes with like uh, you're just setting
0: schedules for the new year and stuff like that, Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the holidays, I mean, for me, it was fucking tiring. Yeah. Why? Fucking yeah? tiring. Because I mean, my 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 for my girlfriend, Christmas is a big thing, and then we. Just like uh we were busy with shooting uh a few T V shows and yeah, it just felt like wow. I I, and I think more a lot of people were feeling this also, like mm. also because if you are visiting people, you can't have one big gathering where you meet everyone. Mm. You have to do multiple and like I would consider myself a fairly extroverted person, but even mm. then I was like fucking tired, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: No, I I think you're you're right, like the fact that um so firstly everyone wanted twenty twenty to be done with, but we knew that we had to, you know, get through Christmas. We had to, you know, like yeah. be merry with friends. But then when you be merry, you also have to be very careful <laughs> that you don't go over over like eight people or, or five people at that point in time. Um yeah, like, and, then, and the, the usual stuff, like you know, even when you drink or what you cannot drive and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, holidays can be quite tiring, especially this past one. Huh?
0: Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's it's nice that, that after a year of social distancing, having the chance to meet up with people. But uh, I, I'm a fan of like regularity and some sort of schedule in life. Uh, so I'm, I'm liking the new year and being able to set certain times to do things like this podcast. Uh.
1: Mm-hmm. Great, great.
0: All right. So, so we are actually, I mean, we are going to be trialing like a new episode-ish kind of thing. Mm. A third right? episode. Uh, yeah, a third episode every oh week. Yeah, per week. So we're still gonna keep like the current affairs thing and the serious goofy topics for two episodes. But the third episode is gonna be a little different. Yeah. Which we'll find out very soon. Yep, Probably yep, yep. end of by by sometime this week. Yep. Sometime this week. That's right. But until then, there's, there's, uh, there's, a, lot there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot
1: to talk about. I mean people scolding us for not talking about things since the last episode, <laughs> yeah, on Reddit. <laughs> la. disappointed <laughs> that we are so like always looking at America. Why you all always worship Akmo. Why do you? Why do you talk about stuff <laughs> happening in Singapore? You know, that's what. That's what we can <laughs> You know.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I, I'm like, but I feel like almost every week we at least have one thing about Singapore or something, right? You know, I don't know, but but just the last yeah. week was just, you know, the 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 inauguration thing. I mean, the Trump thing plus the mahjong tiles. You know, just yeah, I
0: couldn't resist la. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, like it's it's I mean like it's nice to get criticism because if we are setting expectations of like being the people to go to, if you want to hear about current affairs, mm. then that's good. La. That's because people want our shit, which is always a nice feeling. La. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Right. Right. So before we jump into the first topic, what is the one thing that we have to say every every episode, Terrence? Uh as as always, if
1: um in some way in the past very, very stren- strenuous year. If our podcast has provided you comfort or companionship at any point of time, whether you're working out, you're on a ship somewhere, um, you're you're baking at home or at work, uh or you're just doing something, you know, you want to do something mindless late at night to fall asleep. Yes, please remember to tell one person about it so that one more friend can share the good- share the goodness with someone else as well.
0: Hell yes. Hell yes. And in the spirit of sharing information with other people. Uh, yes. The first topic. <laughs> wow. Not bad, not
1: bad, not bad. Segway really yeah. Yeah. Segway, segway, man. Segway even before the topic, uh. you
0: are like yeah, the, it's all about.
1: You are like the what was it, uh, minority report of, of uh Segway.
0: <laughs> yeah. The premature Segway. yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the sharing of, of information is the at the crux of the first topic we are talking about, which involves the Trace Together, yeah, which actually has a very interesting timeline since it was first announced back in March.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but the recent controversy is the revelation in parliament by Minister of State for Home Affairs Desmond Tan that the Trace Together data could be used by the police in criminal investigations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe maybe it's worthwhile just recapping what the fuck is Trace Together in the first place. Lah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you have a timeline. To I put do. It in front of
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know
1: every time you mention timeline, it do. means you, like, you somehow have like gone to Google it and made sure that you know every single date to Heart Radio. Yeah. So I'll give you the fuck floor. Fuck yeah, right now. man.
0: Yeah, fuck yes. Because I think as I was reading out about it, I was like, yeah, actually, Trace Together. I remember. Yeah, the sentiments towards it were very different from the time it was launched to how it evolved. La. And mm-hmm. because it, 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 it got, it's a basically um, something that was developed by Singapore's government technology agency known as GovTech. Mm. And it was completed within eight weeks la, when the pandemic was just on the cusp of fucking becoming a global, uh, global issue. And it was released on 20th March. Mm. So sometime in, in end of January, I think that was when we were having podcasts and I was like, ah, you know, you can't stop living life, you know, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. But the government was really on the case of developing something. So when it came out, basically it used some 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 pretty sexy tech that allowed your location to be tracked using Bluetooth and proximity, uh, not GPS, not location data, uh, mm. and logging it in a certain way that seemed like it was encrypted and it was a fucking great thing. And it was mm. so... Interesting that when it came out, it, other governments uh, started pinging Singapore. I think Singapore had discussions with Apple to potentially release it to their Apple devices. And um, it won the 2022 Government Eye on Innovation Award uh, mm-hmm. by Gartner. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the term Government Eye <laughs> kind of sets the stage for what has happened since then. La. Yeah, but yeah. it came out on March 20th. There was a goal of getting everyone in Singapore to to download it um, and basically help in the tracking of COVID cases or like, because the, the whole b- belief is that if a COVID case is detected and if everyone's using the app, you could use that data, uh, Ministry of Health could use that data to see who else that person came into contact with and how long they spent. La. Mm. So a very well-intentioned app. Um, I think by 4th September, there were 2.4 million users yeah. uh, and 1.4 million active mm. users. La. mm then there was a Trace Together token, which uh, in June, uh, Mr. Vivian Balakrishnan announced that to supplement this app that was on people's phones, there is this token that is just like a like a like an airport uh, container mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has no buttons, no lights, no nothing, but it has the same technology nice. uh, with a battery. So if you got it, you don't need to do anything. Yep. So it's meant for the, the elderly people, maybe younger kids. Or people with workplace restrictions where they can't have smartphones. Like. Mm, mm. Then there was also the time when there was a petition that was started like, against the development of the device. Even when the app came out, there was some backlash about oh shit. So you're gonna be tracking our location. Mm. And if you sign up, you need to enter your phone number. So technically it can you can be identified. How will the data be used? Yeah. And and everything that was clarified at that point was like it'll be used only for COVID. Yep, uh, yep. I think there were specific mentions like, is it going to be used to track? Is it going to be used against us? Is it going to be used to identify? And the general rhetoric was no. Yep, yep. So then, so that carried on throughout the year, last year. Uh, there was always this adoption rate of hitting 70%. On 23rd December, Vivian Balakrishnan said the adoption adoption rate had exceeded 70%. Uh, and, but that was also five days before phase three kicked in. Yep. So all in all, despite the backlash, I think people were downloading it like, and, like people generally have to scan the QR code before they go into a bunch of different physical yeah. locations in Singapore. So yeah. I so, think everyone was okay. Yeah. Cool. so I mean yeah.
1: generally, uh thank you for the timeline. But generally Welcome. how has it been as a just a person on the street using trace together? How's it how's that whole experience generally been? Like? where where does it sit um, in your inconvenience spectrum and everything?
0: So one thing to clarify, right? I mean, there's the Trace Together app. I have it mm. on my phone. Yep. But when I go to all the physical E3s and all that, I still use the QR code scanner and go to the web browser to log in. Right? Mm. I don't know whether it is because I'm a fucking idiot or whether there's some difference because the Trace Together is tracking my my, loca- my It's really running in the background, right? Mm. If your Bluetooth is on, yeah. Yeah, my Bluetooth generally is on for most of the time. Mm. But yeah, so for me, I rarely interact with the app. Uh, I just use the swipe up uh, QR code scanner on what yeah. call it on the iOS, and that's yeah. how I interact. Also, but what were you? Uh, I mean, uh, more recently, I've started to
1: use the Trace Together app to also uh, scan QR code to sign into places. Cause to me, mm. it's like okay, if it's if the the purpose is for COVID tracing, I'm I'm all for it, like, You know, like I I'm, I'm mm. and I already have the app. I might as well use the app also to to scan my location. And it's a lot faster. It's like, once you open the mm. trace together, you say scan QR, once it detects the QR code, right, Yeah. merely you're checked in already. You don't need to type anything whatsoever. So, oh. so it saves you, I would say, a good five to ten seconds each time if you use the app um, versus like what you're doing, which is using the camera to scan the QR, then going to a website, then type, either typing in or just using the no, same data. Really like, yeah, the but data still, it still like takes really. longer to, to have to yeah. submit all that. So, um, in the largest scheme of things, yeah, it hasn't been super inconvenient, that's for sure. Uh, mm. I haven't had a chance to collect my Trace Together token. I think it's been out of stock the few times mm. that I had a window to. Because I think what's going on around Singapore is that there is, um, they are giving it, trying to prioritize uh, certain areas or certain people to give it to. So, uh, there are different windows of opportunity for you to go and collect a Trace Together token depending on where you live and, and members of your family and all that, uh. But but for me, like apparently right now, I can't I can't collect it lah. So, it's it's I I am reliant on the app solely for this la. Um, So that means if you
0: could collect the token, you would lah.
1: Uh yeah, I would I would because, I mean there were some talks about like certain places you go in the future where you can only use the, can only be using that that
0: token or something like that, right? If I'm not I wrong. I For for like uh, what you call it concerts events. and yeah. shit like that yeah concerts yeah. and events
1: like they're not gonna let you get away with just having the app on your phone you gotta actually literally have the token on you lah so, so um, you know given that there's this kind of scenarios coming up maybe that's what I'm thinking like to just collect the, the token lah cause at the end of the day if you don't need the token you just and you just leave
0: it at home or what then you can just still use your phone alright when you out, yeah, walk, yeah. But then the thing is, because, I mean, you you and your family, you have a car, lah, right? I use, uh, like, a lot of public transport, which means my pockets, right? It is fucking precious real estate, no? Mm-hmm. And, like, or to have another token, unless I wear, it like, a pendant or something like that, it's going to be, oh, fuck, and then the kitchen will be damn bulky. Yeah. I know this sounds like a whiny little prick, but yeah. it's true. It is like I Yeah. Maybe I, you don't should want, just I don't
1: want that. stop wearing stop wearing tight
0: tight pants. Uh. That's like hey, su- such my a two thousands, early two thousands trend. <laughs> <laughs> no, my pants are not tight, okay? They're fitting. Okay. They they hug my body shape, but they don't suffocate it. Okay? I'm not a body suffocator. I'm a, yeah. like some of my clothes, yeah, they fit me, lah. Uh, okay, they okay. fit me and like yeah, I already have normally when I get up I always do the four pocket check. I tap my left pocket for my keys. I tap my right pocket for my earphones, I tap my left back pocket for my phone, and I tap my right back pocket for my wallet. Oh you're one, to you're one of those who puts the phone in.
1: you one those who puts the phone in the back pocket, aren't you?
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't scare people steal or you sit down and then your phone bends or cracks or something.
0: No, I'm not, because it's almost ingrained in my modus operandi to take out my phone and wallet before I sit down at each point in time. Oh. Yeah. I'm one of those people. And that's why that's why the four pocket check is very important to me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if in the event like I'm on uh, on a public chair or something and I sit down and I get up and I don't have it immediately, I, I, I notice. And thankfully, I've been very... My record for keeping stuff in my pocket not and keeping them from getting lost is very good. La. My, mm-hmm. The only thing about me right is like when I sit down and I put... Normally, I take out the phone and my wallet from my back pockets and I put it somewhere in front. La. Uh, when space is a constraint, I put it in between my legs. But then I always feel like, fuck, if someone's sending me a message... Something is going through like my 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 little bros between my legs to reach my phone Like I know it's a fucking, it's a weird thought, but I always think like yeah, having the phone too near my my little bros is not the best idea no
1: uh, That one is for everyone uh, But I I've always fascinated by those people who still keep their phones in their back pockets and all like, Why? Knowing that Why knowing that phones are now probably easily when you go out and you know even if you don't carry anything your phone is easily the most expensive thing you have on you, like, right? Even more, probably more mm-hmm. worth more than the money in your wallet or whatever. So, like, to yeah. put your phone in your back pocket, like, just makes it easy, like, for for someone to
0: pickpocket and all. that. Like. That's why you use pants that hug your body figure so you can feel if someone's putting their hands in your pocket. Please. Do you think big pockets are so lousy, man? <laughs> Must put all the hand all the way in your pocket and then can take
1: out. First, they'll be tapping your shoulder like, Hi, sir. Hey, sir. You dropped something on the floor. And then, and then the next thing, you know, Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then your phone is gone.
0: No, right? no, no. No, thankfully, thankfully, I haven't I haven't succumbed to that. And every once in a while, I'll just pat my left cheek and uh, right cheek to just... Do a little check la. So far okay, lah, so far okay.
1: No, basically yeah the typical Singaporean la, like very like always put the phone and wallet on the table. Like in any other country, yeah. put phone and wallet on the table, that's it already. Someone will just take it and run off already. Yeah, right.
0: yeah no, but I'm still cognizant <laughs> la. It's like you see the fucking when you see the wild animals in the wild where their cubs and all are near them, right? They're fucking vigilant la. So it's part of my 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 attachment to my uh accessories is, is very high la. so I can sense when they're not when they're under threat la. Okay, okay. Confirm it. Okay. Confirm. Yeah. Deviated a bit. So where, where would you put the trace together the trace together token oh, yeah. if you had to carry it? <laughs> I mean I would probably be in the pocket with my keys la. Mm. not my head, my headphones. Because my headphones Bluetooth uh my earphones, then I feel like I'd put another Bluetooth device. There'll be some shit that's going on. La.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. But I think it's that's yeah. that's where the token is not directed at people like you, like you know, the digital nomad, so to speak. It's it is directed more at like it, old people who don't like mind you. yeah, like me, like me, you know, who don't mind hanging something around my neck or or we wear baggy pants and because, you know, we, we've grown bigger over the years. Uh <laughs> and then you just and then your pockets I mean, if you can fit your airpods, you can fit you can fit the trace together token, there's no problem.
0: yeah. So, okay, so that's the state of where it was, like, there was this token, and, like, I think when they announced the token collection, it fucking, like, there were queues g- amidst, like, uh the instructions to keep socially distant, like, yep. which is why they started spreading it out, they did it do it, get kept it on a rolling basis, but then, on January 4th, 2021, in the spirit of fucking things going sh- shit in, at the start of the year, within the first week, um, yeah, it was like the Minister of State for Home Affairs Desmond Tan revealed that it could be the data could be used by police in criminal investigations. Mm. So when you first heard about this, right? Yeah, what was your thoughts? Um, my thought was that
1: yeah, somewhere along the way the communications fucked up, Uh, cause mm. ultimately, ultimately, I think most people, whatever the initial um. Whatever the initial, uh, grievances they had against the trace together app, right? The fact is that Singapore, the fact that we could celebrate Christmas without a major lockdown, uh, like what it was in, during the circuit breaker, or that is a was a very big victory la, for the country and for everyone and 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 everyone's uh, determination to get through COVID la. So yeah. we've kind of, I think we've, as a society, everyone has kind of like okay, trace together, fine. We need this for this period. It's invasive. It's not the perfect solution, but uh, it is the best that we can come up with uh, in this, at this point in time. Um, mm. And and yeah, and there were such strong assurances from from people, ministers, and all that this will be used for nothing other than, than that, not for nefarious purposes, not for whatever. Don't worry. You know, we're here to fight COVID and we're, we're only focused on it. And then, just suddenly, just so quickly, within a few months, suddenly it's revealed that, oh, it's already been used. For more than uh, for for instance of a of police investigation, then it's, it's like completely just like um, invalidates whatever the ministers had been have been preaching on before So, uh, I mean I hate to to do the the slippery slope argument, but the, but it does apply where if they are lying about this thing or if they are so unsure about this thing already, right, and they've made so mm. many, they've made such a big boo boo about this one detail what other boo-boos could there be about how tracing mm. Together data is used, you know? What else is there? Yeah, is so there anything that they have made a mistake about that has caused more sleepless nights that we don't know about yet, you know?
0: Yeah, so it's funny you say sleepless nights because the, the person I'm going to talk about now it, it claimed to have sleepless nights because uh, of how the issue unfolded. Yeah. Uh, and this is Vivian Balakrishnan because, okay, it was, so in Singapore, right, there is a criminal something code Fuck, I had it in front of me. CPC. CPC? Criminal procedural. Yeah, the CPC. Right. So, so the CPC, it is, yeah. So, the criminal procedural code, it actually allows police officers to obtain data from anywhere for investigative purposes, Mm. right? So, I think if you look at it and literally anywhere, bank account statements, whatever fucking shit they, that, code has gives the authorities the right to to access your data so that was brought up in the government by uh, i mean by in parliament by uh, Vivian Balakrishnan and he also did admit that he did not think about the cpc uh, when considering how the data was used uh, mm. was going to be used when the app was rolled out on 20th uh, in march 2020 and shamugam also said that the police will restrict the use of trades together to very serious offences like murder and terrorism only after careful consideration and discretion. I think at this point, it has been used for one murder case. Yep. Um, at least once like, with a murder case. Yep. So, and if you look at the... There was a... How you say? A discussion between W P. Pritam Singh, which was answered by, I think, Shamogam, then W P. Pritham Singh, then Vivian Balakrishnan, then Mr. Giam from WP. And... Yeah, it was back and forth, and, and if you watch the video, like Vivian Balakrishnan is a very eloquent guy. He's a very articulate guy, mm. and the some of the points they brought up, yeah la, I can. That's where I'm like, okay, so so the one thing that I've heard from people online saying, oh yeah, if what you're so scared about the data being collected, if the government wants, they can they can already find the data mm. via God knows what the fuck they track about us lah. Yep. But how well, what's your thoughts when people use that argument? No, I think yeah, you and I were in a
1: discussion with someone who's who works in China, and he says like, I think he 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 was saying that like, if you all thought anything, you if you all think that the the data is being used or anything, uh, is not being used or anything other than the COVID nineteen tracing, then you are just naive like Because I mean, he comes from a place in, I mean, China where you know surveillance is a surveillance state, and, and there's a lot more uh very blatant surveillance going on lah. So so they are. He's very accustomed to that already, But uh yeah. my immediate thought is that I, I I I mean I already know that yeah like, At some point, and Singapore is not exactly like uh yeah like, Singapore is also somewhat a uh, surveillance state. Like, we have a lot of CCTV cameras and and your 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 I mean your phone and everything is is very easily traceable and all. But the the one thing I just didn't like was the fact that we are trying to fight COVID, and uh, I think the communications they they need to be more coordinated between all the all the authorities like, like if the police knew that somehow they could still access the covid 19 tracing data through trace together and all i think they should have probably have been they should have sounded off or something to govtech to let them know that you know you got to put this disclaimer out there lah. and if this disclaimer was mentioned um months ago during the debates in parliament saying that only in severe cases where the police have to you know uh, in serious offences, track down serious offences, you know. Then I think you know it's explainable. It's it's acceptable to people, but but when all these small little details just suddenly get spilled out months later, and and almost as an afterthought, rather than as a, rather than as a you know a something that a consideration that they have put a lot of time into before the implementation of the the whole device, right? Um, mm. yeah, it just feels like. Wow, what else what else could they be doing like with the data that we don't know about yet, la, Right?
0: Hmm. So I mean so so you're saying that people would have been accepting uh and it maybe the download rate, the download and usage rates would not have been affected that much if people knew that in the worst instance, the most criminal of offenses, the police can have access to the data. You don't think you think it wouldn't have impacted it that much? If think- you were upfront, lah. I think it would have maybe the
1: initial uptake would have taken a bit longer, and it would have taken more time, more energy, more more speeches, more assurances from members of parliament and 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 everything. Because they they really I don't know if I remember months ago when this trace together token was launched, they were like handing it out to, they were handing it out to to tinkerers you know deals diy tinkerers and all that to take apart to show that oh you know there's no way to really trace people that easily or identify people that easily and they were making videos about it slickly produced videos about how to how how that works and then they were spending a lot of money on social media telling uh you know use getting influencers to also talk about how trace together works and things, so i feel like they already were putting a lot of effort into that into that whole uh that whole exercise like, of telling people that, you know, it'll only be used for this purpose. Uh. So if you add mm. just a slight okay a slight um asterisk or disclaimer and all that, and that also is part of the communications. I feel like eventually it would have it would have been, you know, if people who have accepted it somehow, like, because like now, honestly, you look at the state of where the UK or the US are in terms of the COVID. Uh, situation, or even South Korea or, or places that have had a second or third wave, Japan, for example, mm. you mm. really feel like Singapore seems to be, uh, you know, uh, even after the whole migrant work dorm situation, we seem to be doing the right things, right? And, mm. and day by day, as this kind of news comes in, you slowly start to understand, okay, maybe the Trace Together thing is something that we really need. Right? So I, I feel like eventually people will have accepted it, but when it comes... In through, when, when this police thing comes in through such a back door and, and like you only find out about it because it was like you know spilled out in parliament and all.
0: It's just not a good look. La. But I think, like I mean, okay, first of all, uh, for Vivian Balakrishnan to say he didn't think about it, like that, fuck, la, I write some fucking article and say, so, oh, I didn't think about Pofma. Oh, shit, you know, I lost sleepless nights. Like, will I be pardoned? No, la, right? So, so I think... I honestly think, right, that this okay. But but can you clarify beta, what you mean? Can you clarify what you mean by the
1: analogy, like you write an article and you didn't think about is as because course, POFMA, yeah, they would
0: just, uh, I mean, they would just publish a correction to your article, la. No, but basically any law, like, la, doesn't have to be POFMA. Okay. maybe even something like sedition, sedi- the the uh, sedition, sedition law, because for him to say he didn't think about a certain procedure, that I feel, huh, it's so easy for someone to just say that, la. Mm. Um so, so the reason why I bring that up is because I think that okay when you're talking about collecting data, right? I'm mm. guessing any policymaker, certain questions would definitely enter your mind, like, because it's such a hot topic, right? Yeah. So I think that last March they would basically have to decide like should they disclose that it could be used or keep quiet and deal with it later? Because you think about it, last July was the fucking elections though, mm. and this was rolled out in March. Mm. Right. So would would they rather have been Upfront and transparent and honest at the risk of sounding like a fucking author- authoritarian government in an election year. Mm. Or should they just play the, okay, you know, this is meant for COVID, men to do this, get the election in and then deal with the shit that's happening now. Mm. And I mean, this shit that's happening now, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, uh, yeah, for two weeks, people will be like, blah, 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 blah. But things will still move on. They are still in power. They're not going to lose any seats for the next five years. And and to, so, and
1: to Vivian's benefit, uh, the the
0: whole Trump insurrection at the Capitol yeah, also happened on the, fucking, like, the very next <laughs> <that's> day. <laughs> no, and honestly, right, if you think about it, right, Trump tweeted about the riots happening back in 19th December. He mm-hmm. called for the fucking thing, you know, saying six this 6th January, there was this gonna be this this Senate meeting and all where you can almost foresee there's gonna be tensions. Maybe that's why they re- they announced this on 4th January. That parliament t- sitting. Mm-hmm. Why that parliament sitting? Mm-hmm. And I think if you're in Ministry of Foreign Affairs or whatnot, people collect this kind of data and they they know everything they are done is done strategically. La. So I think exactly for that reason, they could almost foresee some shit happening on 6th, 6th January. They're like, let's slip this, this news that we've been trying to find an opportunity to just make public and move on from on 4th January, because exactly that. When this came out, blah, 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 blah. Morning of 6th Jan, fucking Trump supporters stormed Capitol Tower and everyone forgot about this shit.
1: Wow, this is, this is Harish 2021. Uh. The yeah, cynicism, man. The cynicism is just like yeah, right. bleeding out of your ears right now. Like <laughs> yeah. every single person in this whole thing is acting in bad faith. It's not a single person who's acting in good faith. Everyone is no. up to screw me over.
0: Okay. No, see, the thing is, not in bad faith. Because if you think about it, right, Like, this was in March and February when who knows what the fuck was going to happen with the world. Like, um, And I think, I know, anytime we hear about the COVID status and all that, it's probably a few week, weeks, uh, a few days, if not weeks later than what the politicians or the people in power hear from the experts. Like. So if they could foresee, oh fuck, this pandemic is going to be a big fucking deal. Should we think about the general safety of Singapore, blah blah, or maintaining this sort of like, oh you know data protection, ah uh, so that's where I'm like I don't agree with the them, not being that upfront about it. But wow, oh, fuck yeah, like what you said, man. Like right now, Singapore thankfully, and I think trace together probably has been influential in that the situation we are in, is fucking a stark contrast to a lot of places in the world. Like you remember in April mm. and uh May, when reading about other countries, it was almost like okay, they are going through shit. We are in lockdown. Everyone's going through this together. But honestly, Singapore, like you walk out, okay, everyone's wearing masks. Mm. But we are in a totally different state from countries like Germany and uh the uh the England who are almost at, at lockdowns as strict as they were in April or March last year. Yeah, know? yeah.
1: I mean I mean I I typically between the two of us Usually I'm the one that is wearing the tin foil conspiracy hat and, yeah. and seeing the worst in in who have I everyone, become? <laughs> yeah, but apparently Harish decided to wear the hat today, so I'll leave it on him. But, but I want to s- s- remind everyone also that um, it, it, we although although Harish although Haresh did point out yeah like, we are in a much better state than other countries are, uh, we are still um we are still not over COVID yet, you know, so there's a very yeah. there's another very big milestone that has come up that needs a lot of convincing and needs time and needs people to cooperate and everything. So that's why I think like, uh not, not giving the full details about Trace Together is detrimental. Uh. And that's obviously the vaccine. Eh? Getting the vaccine, yes. Because mm. they are still literally I mean I know people who college educated, went overseas like they're still anti vaxxers, still think that this vaccine is the government's way of inserting some microchip into you so to control your brain and shit. Uh, I, that's I still, actually true I still know people who think that everything the government says like and then they look at this church together they're like uh, you see lah I told you all from the start and this gives them firepower to say that yeah la, the vaccine please lah and then they're sending videos of like human pig hybrids and human monkey hybrids to me and saying that this is what happens when you take the vaccine la. this is what happened to your children and all that lah so we are not at a stage where everyone has got a vaccine yet because we don't even have enough to give everyone a vaccine yet. Although Lee Sen long has very publicly, he's done what we, I think what we said on our podcast, he should do, uh, like televise his, his taking the, the on the vaccine. Uh. Do, you, do you see that? Do you see that? On, uh, yeah, yeah, on sorry as well. It was then funny. Yeah. Everyone's like, Everyone says that the nurse deserves like a medal of honor. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's why <what> <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, the parade commander's job and NDP at eh, that la. <laughs> You fuck. Yeah, you you I get mean, it right, nobody thanks you. But you fuck up once, everyone, you're down the drain forever for eternity. No,
0: but see, see the see the thing is, even for a parade commander, right? It's a it's a feather on your cap, no? It's yeah, a fucking big thing on your CV. Yeah, yeah. Like for this nurse, is she gonna? I don't know. Gain from giving PM Lee the vaccine yeah. to me it's like I would think like if you're a nurse who can up PM Lee, you're like, what fuck? Me like no my one guess, is gonna know who the fuck I am because I have a mask yeah. on. My no one gonna know morning, my name. Can you imagine that morning she comes to work and they're like, "Hey,
1: uh, <laughs> later you you help to give uh this Mister Lee uh the vaccine, uh, the <laughs> the <Mr. Yeah>. <laughs> or Prime Minister Lee, yeah. <laughs>
0: No, and maybe they like, even never even say Prime Minister Lee. Oh, she
1: yeah, just yeah. thinks it was Mr. Lee. Oh, later, we got a visitor to give her vaccine. His, his name is Mr. Lee. You Mr. just Lee. give him as per normal lah, as per normal. Don't worry about yeah, the 200 cameras thinking, surrounding yeah. you everything. <laughs> yeah, but just give as per normal lah. Just don't fuck
0: it up, la, okay? Oh, well, That's why yeah. And no one, no, no one knows, at least, yeah, the parade commander, you know, he has his moment of fame. It's like a ceremony, like everyone's watching. This one, like, fucks, yeah. I hope she gets her due credit lah, like, something out of it lah, but... But yeah, yeah, so going back to what you said, I think that's actually very true because I think like there are some articles written quite nicely and I think the ex-MP Indijit Singh posted something on Facebook about how, yeah, like, okay, data being used for murder and, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you can almost see, like, okay, if I think Shamugan brought out an example in Parliament, which I didn't think was the fairest thing for a politician to make in the Parliament. He said, you know, like, if there is a murder, can you imagine being the family member who cannot get access to uh the data from trace together that could solve the murder of your loved one like, how would you feel you know mm. and i thought like e- is that really like the best argument in parliament mm. because once you bring in emotions into policy making that explicitly right it just doesn't feel like then you're almost like emotional blackmail like. Yeah. but yeah. but that's a that's a separate thing um i think what you were saying about the um, the the vac- I mean what Indigit uh, was saying was that ultimately this has eroded some of the trust that the general population has in the government la, no matter how small, mm. it has eroded the trust. La. I think when COVID first came out, by the time April, May, Singapore was doing quite well. I think, yeah, people were feeling, you know, our oh, government's fucking awesome. Then there was the issue of the uh, migrant worker dorms, and then the confidence took a hit. And then slowly they've built it back up la. You know, mm. the elections was us but slowly they built it back up I and mean, this one is like is that what you said I think it, the biggest thing is like it echoes the suspicions of people who were already suspicious la. Yeah. like even people who I was telling okay you don't be so suspicious this is this is we really need to come together as a country and do our part la. Yeah. and this kind of thing happens I think it's less about the actual facts but the fact that they didn't they were not upfront yeah. about it and now they are kind of backtracking la
1: exactly exactly yeah so I mean, to me you know, to me i i, I yeah, especially then i think now they've come out and they've announced that they're going to draft a set of laws or mm. they're going to push through legislation that limits the use of trace together data to like seven specific uh criminal offenses uh, which are like murder uh i rape uh terrorism and, and some others but 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 you know this this could have and should have been done before before the launch and everything of trace together like that's that's why I feel and 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 you can say conv yeah like, at the time they're trying to push through all that but you know it is is the the i think given that the battle with COVID is so long it's it's best to er on the side of of uh taking more time to do i mean taking a bit more time to push through certain things and convince people to do it because this is one of those things where where you I mean you can't force someone to to take the vaccine, right? At this point it's not it's not it's not a mandatory thing. So but you want
0: as many people as possible to take it. So you really need everyone to play ball. Mm. Yeah. And I mean I guess that is one way to look at it. Like, because in my mind I was thinking, wow, but if you imagine back in February, how the fuck were they like even internally, can you imagine the person who needs to tell like mm-hmm. Vivian Balakrishnan or PMD, like, um yeah, you know, we need to disclose this to the public because mm. uh, it's 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 not cool if trust, we do it this public way. Trust, yeah. Like, yeah, I can imagine they're going, shut the fuck up. Okay, we're <laughs> on the cusp of a global epidemic. You didn't give a shit about your fucking rights and all that. But if you look at it this way, that if you're going to be going through a pandemic, one asset or one very important arsenal in your weapon is you know, the trust of the government, of the people, the weapon so,
1: important weapon in your arsenal like
0: you're saying yeah yeah isn't that what I said what did I say arsenal in your weapon oh <laughs> no. well country, 2021 country. Spirit, yeah 2020. I mean yeah look at between us now I'm the cynic right so uh, why not why not switch the order of my words also yeah <laughs> you yeah, went full tenant in 2022 yeah I went, <laughs> no I went full Terrence oh <laughs> yeah I went full Terrence touche touche man but yeah, so so that's where it's at. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the latest development is there is gonna be the these these regulations. I think there was calls for a impartial third party to be the the determiner of when this can be used. But you know, the PAP is not the biggest fan of third party arbiters. Yeah, yeah. So that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, can I also
1: just state that I remember when, uh, Trace Together was launched and everything. Because uh, mm. I I think I I know one or two people who were working on the project on on my Facebook or something like, You know whether it's mm. through school connections or something. And th- I mean the way they were talking about Trace together was really like it was like they had created the iPhone and that You know mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was really like you know oh my god the teams of people that brought this together in the number of weeks is amazing and and then when there were the press releases about Google and Apple potentially tying up together and all that. It sounded like fucking like they managed to get Microsoft and Apple to merge as a company or something, like, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the way they were talking about it, like there's a second coming already, lah. So, yeah. I'm just very excited to to hear what they have to say about this this development right now, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> they were so they were so uh, bullish about it previously. La. I mean, it's not 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 knocking the efforts of the team that built Trace to get everything, but I think the comms have failed you this time, lah.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. actually yeah it'd be interesting just ping them uh. your, are, they, are they like your close Facebook friends or kind of acquaintances who became Wait. Facebook friends who <laughs> you, you want me to ping really? them and say them, "Huh? you want to say what? what do you have to say now what do you have to yeah, say now yeah just say what are your <laughs> thoughts no no need to be so antagonistic uh. just what are your thoughts then you send them a link you know oh. that kind of passive aggressive kind of like what are your thoughts oh, thoughts how question do you feel mark. about this yeah. yeah caption please thoughts <laughs> yeah or maybe just a question mark you know the Jeff Bezos way Oh, just yeah, send yeah. a link with a question mark.
1: Oh, that's a Jeff Bezos thing, is it?
0: Yeah, that's apparently what he does at Amazon when he gets something that he's not happy about. He forwards it to the person in charge and just one question mark. No hi, yeah. no sign of, no nothing. Because you know, like in the corporate world, the more senior you go, the less you need know to give a fuck about pleasantries, right? Yeah. You yeah, know, you yeah, say, yeah. hey, you know, hi, yep, I hope you've yep, been keeping yep, well. Great. Regards. You just yeah. fucking send it. So, yeah. so he's like the epitome of that. Lah. Just a question I mark. I see. I see, I see. Got it, got it. Yeah. So please do that and update us on okay. the next forecast. I'll let you know. Actually it'd
1: be, it'd be so cool to get someone from Trace Together to come and talk. Uh. Yeah. Could, right? Yeah actually. would make more sense actually we invite someone from, from
0: Trace Together yeah. to come and
1: talk about this issue. Uh.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool. And then after that we never hear from him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has gone No off the, one even yeah. Trace they need to invoke Trace Together to find him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> that, that is already. true, man. But oh, yeah, segueing from, uh, you yeah, the the how one technology can fuck up to another technology fucking up, this time okay. in the in the AI of the e-commerce space. Yeah. Uh, so what is the the context of your segue? Yeah. Apparently, our our leaders and our government has been put up for sale on carousel, uh, for mm. Li Sen Long especially for the whopping figure of fifty million dollars, huh? Mm. And uh yeah, I mean I, I don't have the, the full the full details of everything from me, but generally there was a an account set up on Carousel, I think, a couple of weeks ago and, and it listed all the a lot of figures, public figures in Singapore and put a price tag next to their names and even put our parliament at like nine hundred million dollars. And, mm. and and I think even had D cost for like hundred dollars, huh, or if anything. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, I don't know whether it was a, a, a work of, um, it was a public perfor- uh, like art performance or something like that or or, or what, but uh, it was very quickly taken down uh, and Carousel mm. said that uh, they have an AI in place to to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen. Where you can't put, I mean, it's against the policies to put a person up for sale, like, obviously that's, that's horrible, right? So uh, yeah, but apparently this man should slip through the cracks of their AI, lah. So um, did I miss out any key details, or do you have more juicy details about this incident?
0: Um, I mean, I think the the fake because if you, when you say AI, it like I think for for me, if I hear that, I'm like, oh, it was fucking done in milli or microseconds, you know, because AI is like fucking, it just it it works like like exponentially faster than a human brain. But the listings were apparently up for like a month.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, the so AI like, also went on holidays. Yeah,
0: yeah, the AI already took the year off already. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. I mean, that's why like wow, this is me being cyni- like cynical again. Like Maybe the AI thing is just a way to outsource the blame. La. You know, like when Google says, oh, you know, we don't know what the algorithm works because it's it's a black box and the deep learning and machine learning tech has kind of like uh, evolved to the point that even we don't understand how it works.
1: Yeah. 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 It's so, a great excuse. So, uh.
0: Like any, anytime anyone
1: messages you or they call you and you don't call back, and then you just say, oh, yeah, the... Algorithm didn't the black box didn't I don't know how it works, huh? But they told me not to reply your message, huh?
0: Yeah, or like <laughs> when what you nice. WhatsApp someone, like "fuck you, you asshole," you're like, "oh, sorry, autocorrect." I <laughs> just meant to say, like, "uh, yeah, Hi. I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." That's why it just autocorrected to "fuck you, yeah. you asshole." But... Well, that's the yeah, that's
1: correct. the new that's the new excuse. After I think the last the last evolution of excuses, the one was uh Grab, uh my Grab my Grab uh canceled Dude, on me, coming yeah. late. Uh, <laughs> uh coming late or my Grab canceled <laughs> on me. That was the new excuse that people were using for quite a while. Uh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. So now it's <laughs> like, oh true. my,
1: the AI fucked up. Uh, sorry. I sent that rude message to you. But I sent you a dick think, pic because of the AI. Yeah, yeah
0: that's right. Yeah, sorry, man. My AI, my Google photos just picked out told me like I took this last year. One year anniversary, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think this one, I think this one is a troll account. And honestly, mm. I think it's fucking hilarious. Uh. Mm. Like, like, what are some
1: of the listings? What
0: are some of the. Listings? So the Parliament House is, is listed at not 900 million, it's 900 billion. Oh, and Lee Shen Lung is not 50 million, it's 5 million. <laughs>
1: 5 million. Uh.
0: And oh. I mean, the person who listed Lee Li Shen Lung also, the literal title of the posting is Lee Sian Lung for Sale, bracket SG Prime Minister, all in lowercase. <laughs> like, you must fucking say also, like, you know, this is this is the Prime, prime, prime Minister of Singapore. Uh. Yeah, yeah. The Singapore Zoo was listed at 600,000. Jewel okay. Airport for 8 million. Singapore as a country was going for 50 million. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think even the captions, it's confirmed troll account because the Singapore Jewel Airport listing, the caption was selling Singapore Jewel Airport used for a few months, bought at uh, 10 billion, can negotiate, but not too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, is that a, <laughs> is that some kind of statement, yeah. is that is a statement about how Jewel, I mean, obviously, because of COVID, everything has been underperforming.
0: I mean, I think all of these postings are statements in some way, lah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is there any right. Is
1: there anything they say about Lee Sen Dong about why why that figure is five
0: million? You know, no, they don't show the caption or mm-hmm. leh Yeah, oh, but I mean, screenshots by, are yeah screenshots because it's all taken down already. Right? Mm. But uh, but the, the I mean, just valuing Decosh at hundred dollars is quite is quite funny also, lah. Mm. Right. <laughs> so so it's definitely satire, lah. I think one of the, the listing for the airport is uh, the the person selling because got no more use for it. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah yeah So I guess I guess it is uh,
0: yeah. Someone probably is like just generally
1: understanding that the a lot of these uh big uh tourist attractions in Singapore are uh not having a easy time uh, through COVID. So yeah. there's a bit of uh, a joke running about all these places being white elephants. Uh, I
0: guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, it's just, like, I mean, it's a, uh, I think it's fucking genius, man. And I don't think they're doing anything, okay, they're violating the terms of carousel, mm. which is fair, but I don't think they're violating or doing anything li- illegally, like, right? Mm. Unless it's defamatory, yeah. Is it defamatory?
1: Yeah, I think so. In the sense that you put someone up for sale, it's like, it's almost
0: like prostitute, You're saying someone's a prostitute or willing to do something for money, you know, right? As in, you're putting it without consent, lah. Because I mean, you get apps like Cameo and stuff like that, where the person kind of puts a price on them, lah.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, there is probably or some you can invoke the PDPA or the the harassment Poha Protection from Online Mm. Harassment Act against
0: this person or this entity. But but if you were to do it for like uh the food the the Singapore flyer that one all is okay, lah.
1: Places, yeah, I guess places wouldn't be that big an issue. I mean but places are also run by companies and they can they can say you you're saying you you again you're making defamatory claims about us. Like because like let's say you are you own a Singapore flyer and someone puts out there that oh, all Singapore flyers is for sale, then people will be like, Oh shit, your investors will be like, hey fuck, what's this, what's this? How come suddenly you all put up a
0: uh thing saying that uh the flyers for sale and all that, you know? Well that'd be interesting, yeah. <laughs> like mm. I mean the investor is on carousel. And you see a Singapore flyer who's like, "Fuck, they were selling it." <laughs> I, I mean, that's just a probably a very simplistic,
1: uh, a very simplistic uh, what do you call it, a reenactment of of what they are thinking la. But but I was just trying to think like, what is the satire that they, this person is trying to to make here Because usually like, you, usually it's very clear what the person is trying to say about you know whether it's Singapore politicians or PAP politicians or you know uh when they talk about like know the white elephants and stuff like that. That one is very mm. but that's why I feel like if he just put a price tag on there and then didn't really say much else in the captions. Or at least not not in the screen we, we can't see them in the screenshots. Uh, then I'm not very hundred percent certain what the satire is is directed towards uh.
0: Yeah but but I mean the screenshots are taken by people who are not the original poster right? But mm. but I mean like the the satire about the airport, you know, like, it's going for cheap because there's no more use for it. Yeah. Or, like, uh, let's see, yeah, the Hotel 81 going for sale because it's been used too many times for too long already.
1: Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. That's very that's very interesting because that's, like, very specific to the carousel platform, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, uh, correct. Something that's used too often, you know, ends up being this kind like, it's going for very cheap. Yeah, yeah. so...
0: So that's where I can see the satire and like the I think that, like fucking this one this one there's no caption but yeah, they're selling the istana for $9.50 and then in bracket it's including Halima.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So I mean that's where I think this is fucking hilarious man. Mm. Yeah and then like the teachers the school teachers are on sale for very cheap because I assume I mean you can look at it this way that's how they're valued by society la, like fucking oh, cheap. Oh
1: they put that there as so.
0: well. No, that was my own interpretation. Oh, like if own, I if oh. I were to d- make a post like that, there's a lot that you can see, like, Yeah, this is market price, lah, like, for teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very underpriced, very undervalued. Yeah, influencer. Influencers, think.
1: Very useless, but very high, very high value, lah. Is it?
0: Yeah, yeah, something uh, like that. So they, I think they, there's they, so much fucking potential, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just that the AI will catch you,
1: will catch you very quickly, lah. Yeah, when it. the AI comes <laughs> back from leave, la. When <laughs> yeah, the AI comes back from it. leave. <laughs> I mean, just touching <laughs> on that, la. Like I, I, mean, a lot of times when, when these... Tech companies talk about AI and all that. How I mean, I I don't know like, I'm sure people in tech who work in tech can tell me more. But how how much of it is really true like Because I mean, I've heard comments like chatbot. Like basically, they just hire call centers, people who used to do work in call centers in India or, or, or other countries, uh, and then they just pretend to be chatbots uh, when they're actually real people. <laughs> so so the idea is that the AI is just actually a a, a glorified a glorified. Uh, uh, call center like your your AI chatbot is actually a glorified co- call center. Yeah. In fact, I it's mean, easier I, than a call center because call center you actually have to deal with like really really deal with people properly. Whereas a chatbot,
0: you can just fake some answers, la,
1: right? Templates.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm I think like the AI and machine learning code can be fucking complex. Like you look at the Boston Dynamics robots that that have to really think on the spot. I think that code is definitely complex. And that one, if the 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 coder says okay, there's certain things that's going on that. Yeah, they they are not familiar with, and they need to dig deep. I can believe that. But in the VC and startup world, which I had a brush with uh, last year, um, and if you consume like or like articles about the industry, there is a lot of just fucking making things sound sexy to raise money Psh, and 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 what? Shenan- all these kind of shenanigans, yeah, do, do because Yeah, I mean to to gain investor money and all that, you do need to play up the sexiness of your tech la. and mm. and I think AI machine learning it is the is one of the newer buzzwords mm. and it's a way to make your tech sounds uh sound sexier. But I think it is also uh an easy scapegoat lah for mm. anything that goes wrong lah because the moment you can pinpoint uh, blame to something that is not human, um. And for people who are maybe don't know enough about AI or machine learning, because I don't fucking know the details of it, but I know that one aspect of that technology is almost like it learns and it it kind of evolves the more data you give it. Like, and it may evolve in ways that you fucking don't understand as well. Mm-hmm. So there are very real, real things there, but it's a easy yeah, like, it's a easy it's a easy like same like the grab excuse you gave just now, like sometimes people like it does cancel on people. Mm. But it's also an easy excuse, lah. Yeah,
1: correct, correct, correct. That's right. Yeah. I mean,
0: I I've seen those like some people like, oh, you know, I ran
1: I ran Trump speeches through an AI uh, AI machine and then asked it to write a Trump speech for me and then it mm. comes out like this. I find those are probably fake, la, right? Like I mean those are probably just written by someone and and you know they just use the AI thing as a as a
0: actually, as part of the joke, la, right? Actually, I don't know, man, because there's I mean, you heard of OpenAI? Have you heard of the company OpenAI?
1: Uh, I think from you yeah maybe once
0: it was it's this company that's been started by Elon Musk and Sam Altman la. so Sam Altman was the one of the CEO of Y Combinator which is like the fucking uh, most well-known startup incubator in the world is based in San Fran and a lot of cool shit has come through Y Combinator including like Airbnb and shit like that la. so they they every few months or like a year they would release this, this, this language model that Uh, uses deep learning to produce text and how it does is it's fed data so apparently uh, the third iteration which is the GPT3 which stands for generative pre-trained transformer Mm. uh, which was released I think in June last year it is fucking scary Mm. to the point that it can actually generate content uh, to sound like someone and all that as long as there's enough data so Mm. again I think it's, there's so much stuff out there that is, I don't know, to really understand it, you need to be like in that field. So from, but for a lay person like me, just based on reading it, I think there is some truth to it being able to generate content. Mm. But, there's also a lot of people who would just say, yeah, you know, this is generated by AI, but they're at late at night, they're typing it out. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I think it can go both ways. La. But so I, I guess- know that GPT-3 is apparently fucking scary. La.
1: Mm. What well, is this? That's funny. Huh? next time if you want to reply your text from your girlfriend and stuff like that, then anything that fucks up, you just say, "Oh, it's because of the chatbot." Yeah, a, the chatbot Yeah, sorry, stuff. my, my <laughs> chatbot.
0: Yeah, my chatbot. Oh, I missed the your the dinner with you. Sorry, yeah. The I mean, I have a AI to optimize my schedule, like, and it missed it out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. But I mean, there was the that AI that was run on Joe Rogan podcast, right? Because Joe Rogan has yeah. like thousand like, five hundred episodes, which means like. A few thousand hours of his thoughts, his speaking, and like he himself was freaked out by how realistic he, he sounded, his, right? yeah. his his bot sounded when people were just throwing him topics. Like, and even yeah, for yeah. us, we have like at least uh two hundred hours of of our voices and mm. and mm. thoughts on different things. Like, so I wonder what that would be if uh that would be like if our thoughts were run through this AI, like.
1: Yeah, maybe people in the future they can they can run this in kind future, of uh, experiments together.
0: Yeah, your kid, your your, your yeah. you think about your son in future, he'll be able to listen like before he was born, like getting weekly kind of thoughts and understanding how uh yeah, you like uh you were, you were no, it, evolving like, beside him.
1: It's like I think the Black Mirror episode where the there's this wa- a widow who uh brings her husband back to life by ordering like a physical body that is that looks like him. Mm. But the, yeah. basically his brain is basically the AI uh, equivalent of all everything in his life all his social media all his phone calls everything and then it's run through an AI bot that simulates how he would think and feel and act mm. and then, so so that's a it was a damn interesting episode la. just just if you could like clone you know a loved one like that you know using technology would you want to do it la? and maybe even mm. improve on your loved one and then like get rid of the
0: things that you didn't like about them and all that la. would you want to do it lah? Yes, yeah sure. I mean yeah. the first time I heard about this was like I think years ago when I heard a TED talk about someone who was saying that in future your social media profiles will live on after you die la, mm, because there's correct, enough correct. content that you have generated that any AI would be able to predict what you would say uh, with regards to anything la. It is unless, fucking freaked shit out of me man unless your Twitter account is real Donald Trump because it's been yeah man it's been suspended permanently really yeah, it's so in that way, yeah. it's it's a bit poetic, right? In Singapore, the, this troll post about the PM got taken down yeah. by the t- platform. In the US, the the troll post by the fucking president I mean, got taken down. down. Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's why the Holy AI, shit.
1: I think maybe the AI has been hard at work working on those cases, so it overlooked uh, Carousel's, Carousel's case. Uh. Maybe Carousel is one of its many
0: clients. Uh. Hey, you think <laughs> the AI is like this company that works for different companies, uh? That's what I'm talking about You just made uncle comment There's no shared AI It's damn funny, <laughs> it's the, funny. Fuck? The, the AI <laughs> Oh the AI uh. yeah, Like yeah, the yeah. AI for Google and Facebook Was told the to Carousel AI Hey yo we need some help here man yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. just freelance. take some leave from Carousel I'm yeah. a freelance <laughs> AI <laughs> freelance, <laughs> freelance AI a, Exactly like, Times uh, are tough for AI Okay
1: Carousel I'm gonna send you our intern Our intern AI He's not bad He's you know You train him up Yeah you train him up Give him a bit of time, you know, they'll be okay.
0: Then they suddenly,
1: hey, what the fuck? I thought this was <laughs> <laughs> why the intern fucked up this thing for one whole month. He didn't see this, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then Karen will be like, "No lie it's just an intern lah. You know, he's at his early yeah. start of a career. Just yeah. give him a shot lah. Give him a chance. <laughs> Poor AI. Poor AI. Poor AI. Poor AI. That brings AI. us yes. to, uh,
1: from the apocalyptic future that we're oh. thinking yeah. about. Yeah. What do you say?
0: No, before that, I wanted to say something about you know you were talking about uh how, I mean when I mentioned that your son in future will be list, will be able to listen to podcasts that you created while he was growing up, right? Mm. Uh, I mean I know we haven't spoken much about our 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 blooming project called Folklory, but we will be sharing updates in the future episodes. It's coming along live and well. The beta test was great. So mm. so yeah, it's it's gonna happen, man. Okay. But yes, sorry to interrupt your segue.
1: No, there's no segue because we're now at the third segment called One Shook Thing. Oh, yeah, correct. One Shook what Thing. What is your One Shook Thing?
0: So, my One Shook Thing is also Singapore government related. Oh, really? Um, And it's uh, that parliament, uh, the first parliament live stream happened on 4th January. I guess this is the parliament mm. where uh, Desmond Tan <laughs> made the announcement that the data from Trace Together could be used for police investigations. But the entire 6-hour, 55-minute live stream is up on the YouTube channel of the ministry and uh, communications uh, and information la, yep, which yep, is MCI yep. Yep. but but the one not so shook thing is that there are rules la. you cannot use the footage for satire or anything that promotes anti-social behaviour which is such a fucking pity man oh really yeah yeah it, it's, because it's, that, like, that, that, that's the beauty of like uh, social uh, satire in the US right yeah 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 correct yeah. Whereas now, fuck, man. There's so much footage. Can you imagine the fun that you can have with this footage? Holy fun, uh, shit!
1: Fun, yeah, fun for us, uh, But for them, I guess they wanna, they wanna make sure that it's never ever used to to make fun of anyone. Uh, to make fun no, of no uh,
0: Maybe uh. maybe we just say, oh, you know, I didn't think about that. Uh, when I published this video, you know, I had many sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You know, like, ah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I'll be more careful upfront in uh, in future. Yeah. Mm.
1: There's This yeah, that one taking is, a
0: page from the Vivian Balakrishnan book
1: yeah but I I, I generally uh, I don't know in this instance I'm trying to look at whatever they're trying to do in good faith or so because ultimately like we said we joked about the, mm-hmm. you know the ministers all like uh, taking COVID shots in public and on TV and everything but but they're really doing it lah. they're stepping up to yeah. the plate yeah. at look, least D.C. Long
0: is doing it yeah yeah I think this parliament live stream is fucking dope man Mm. I know when it was kind of uh, proposed in the media, we spoke about it in a podcast previously. Um, And yeah, I'm all for it, man. I think it's a step in a fucking good direction.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and it has 53,000 views so far. So maybe MCI, (laughs) maybe they might cross the 100,000 subscriber mark and get like a a badge from YouTube for crossing 100,000 subscribers or something. Because this parliament, how often does parliament happen? uh?
1: I think uh, every month, right? Oh everyone. shit.
0: Yeah. Look at us indifferent uh boomers not understanding the parliamentary schedule.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean the the more important thing is just to understand what is discussed, like I think. The the yeah. content rather than the, the actual uh schedule and all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. live stream I mean live streaming is is, is big and then and, yeah, they maybe they'll have a TikTok account and Twitch account soon and everything. And you can see what they are. You can see what they are doing on their on their laps or mobile phones,
0: during class yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd laughs> You can choose. Cool, you uh. can choose
1: what angle you want to look at. Uh.
0: yeah, that would be cool. But yes, that was mine. What about you?
1: Um, my one shook thing was actually also I think mothership also caught wind of it at some point. But I just wanted to highlight it because uh, there've been some interesting developments over the weekend. Um, there if you look up SIA Stewardess on the news. They, they will come across. You will come across a mothership article that talks about a Japanese, uh, ex SQ stewardess, an ex SQ stewardess, who basically mm. has started a YouTube channel where she details a lot of the intricate intricacies about being an SQ stewardess la. Even though mm. she was an SQ stewardess for, I think, a year or less than a year, and then it start. She started around the time of the pandemic, so she only actually worked on like two flights. But um, mm. she goes into painfully excruciating detail about the how it was like being laid off uh, by SIA. La. And she she talks about how, you know, she when she signed up for the job and everything, and she was just waiting around Singapore for flights, and she only flew twice in like several months. And subsequently, you know, in September, I think she was asked to go back to Changi, and, and, and yeah, la, basically she was retrenched. Um so it's very interesting that I mean you rarely hear such candid first hand accounts of retrenchments. Usually mm. there's some probably someone has to sign some NDA or something like that not to talk about things. But here she is giving very, very, very um uh, candid, very uh uh like blow-by-blow blow representation of what happens during a retrenchment la, and how how she dealt with it and the fallout and everything. Uh, I mean her channel is called IoE's channel. Like A O I IoE's channel. And I mean yeah, her, her videos have, have gotten quite a number of views. And and she if you go to her channel now, there's yeah. um there's actually like three different videos and the one that I'm talking about has already has thirty three thousand views. La. And the one hmm. before that has six point seven thousand views and uh and then she had another video about five days ago about the makeup of cabin crew in Singapore where she does like her Full seventeen minute makeup tutorial: on How to achieve the Singapore girl look, and um, so so I I mean I I I came because of the whole the mothership article, but I ended up watching yeah. all her videos and 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 showing them to people as well like, because she goes into the, the details about being part of cabin crew that you always hear in uh, urban legends about like you know like that the. Uh, Certain things that you no know, SQ girls cannot do, certain things that SQ girls cannot cannot wear and, and stuff like that. So it's mm. really interesting. Like, like I don't know, you you used to work at SQ and I'm sure there's stuff stuff you so you know that you can't say in public all that. But like things like um like the the brand of makeup that they have to use with their eyes, you know. Yeah. For example. Uh like like apparently uh, one there's a particular makeup brand that that works with Sq and trains the st- all the stuff and they can buy the makeup at a discount uh but yeah it's a very specific color very specific palette like, that they that they look at for the 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 make- uh, for the makeup for Sq girls, like. Um oh that's cool yeah and then things like oh you know how uh, Sq people when they because they get a trans- public transport allowance but they cannot wear their uniform on public transport the kabaya or, or, or whatever. So those who try to save money, they will wear their home clothes and then go to the airport and then change in the toilet and then come out as the uh, SQ people. La. Whereas um, those who are, you know, who don't care, they will just take taxi. They
0: will just change at home and then take taxi. La. So so little, I little see. details like this. La. Do, do you guess, know about this? Uh, I mean, I didn't know that much about that. I mean, yeah. I guess that's where it's interesting because she's no longer with SIA, la, right? Yeah, so she, she doesn't do shit. shit. But she she the interesting thing,
1: yeah, the interesting thing is over the weekend, she released a video that detailed how much she earned as a SQ student. And she goes mm. into the painfully excruciating detail about every single item that she gets money for, including her turnaround allowance, her, her meal allowance, her housing allowance, and, and everything. And it's almost to a point when I watch it, I'm like, oh shit, I hope she didn't sign something. And of because she's really exposing herself a lot of uh, legal issues if if this, if this the SQ gets wind of this. La. Mm. Like, like literally her salary, her day-to-day salary and everything was revealed in that video. But since I just looked at her, I just went to her channel, I just realized that she's taken down the video already. Oh, so, is it? Yeah. So probably SQ came knocking already. La. Lawyers came knocking and everything, cease and desist or whatever. La. Because they, they, they go into quite a lot of detail about how much uh, how much they earn and, and especially even like as a Japanese SQ student versus other countries SQ students you see
0: oh, shit! Oh getting housing
1: allowance and then how much you get for meal allowance in Japan and stuff like that la. so it was damn mm. interesting it's like I we really I really sat down
0: with my wife and we
1: watched all
0: her videos la. I'm sure it'll be on Reddit somewhere that someone may have uploaded a, a copy of that video or something yeah 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 but it's,
1: it's, it's interesting because yeah, like, there's so many things we hear about SQ people, like, you know, there's the legendary, like apparently must wear bikini and parade around or something like that during the during the trials or some shit like that, like right. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard that legend before. Actually, like, I
0: don't know. I mean don't do quote me on this because I, I wasn't part of the SIA crew thing, so I've heard also like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but, the
1: I, mean, it, I don't know, is yeah, that's part of urban legends and all. But but she 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 herself she says that when she got retrenched, she was told that, oh yeah, you know, there is a possibility for rehiring later. But one of the important things is that you must keep your figure to be able to wear the uniform. Lah. Mm-hmm. So I mean obviously there is a there is something about having a you know maintaining your figure and all that, lah, right? So she talked about that, is it? Yeah, she talks about that. So the makeup tutorial, it's not just about makeup tutorial. She talks about the things that that, that you will get scolded for as an SQ stewardess if you don't do properly. Like having mm. a having any baby hair. Any, having any baby hair sticking out from around your hair is a very big no no, like, apparently. And there's, there's something that they have to look out for and they have to just pluck if they see any baby hair around their head. Like. So, are uh, you like fucking telling the whole video already? Yeah? <laughs> no, I, you notice I haven't said a single thing about how much the salary was because I don't want, if it's some legal thing, I don't want to get this girl into more trouble. Like. But I see, but, I see. but all the minor, minor interesting details about like, may po- not polit- I mean, say politics, like, but like, you know the stuff that the junior SQ students get grilled about. Like that, I think that's them mm. interesting. Uh. oh,
0: cool, cool, cool.
1: Yeah, so, okay, la, so I mean, check out the channel. But uh, I hope there's more to watch behind everything that you told already, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you should, you should, you should, you can just go watch it, like And I'm sure, okay, okay, hopefully cool. she hasn't been scared off by the lawyers and all that, yeah, She continues creating content because I think it's quite interesting. interesting. Uh? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Cool. All that's right. It from me.
0: That's it and yeah so this is the first episode of this week so you'll be hearing us hearing from us very shortly yep
1: cool man cool stay safe
0: everyone stay safe
1: bye bye